Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the heartlands entertainment industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. I'm Nicholas. Yay! And we're back. And we're still on Zoom. It's still, you know, honestly, I've kind of like fallen in love with this. This is nice because pretty. Pretty convenient. It's pretty, pretty convenient because Kelly, you can call in from Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, 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 bowling. Uh, I'm learning different areas of Ohio. Hold on. Uh, um, bowling Green. Bowling Green. Uh, Oregon. They don't say Oregon. It's Oregon. 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 Have you, have you hung out in uh, golfing purple? Oh no, not yet. <laughs> okay. Golfing purple. It's a good. Um, yeah, it's funny because uh, there's to- Toledo, Toledo. I can't, I don't have the, I don't have the Ohio accent down yet. I'm working on it. I it's such, lot- it's funny because like, I forget that Ohio even has an accent because I always think like Minnesota. I know you think, but it's, it's different because it's still Midwestern. It's, I, I, we should watch the Fred Armisen. He does a, a pretty good Ohio, but like the people here literally, oh, Perrysburg. And then they'll, but then they'll have like Bowling Green. <laughs> and, and like uh oliver it's still the way they say oliver oliver get oliver get but that's so not oklahoma like yeah like i and i know that i'm not that i don't have a huge oklahoma accent but i think people here hear it and they have of course a ton of assumptions about being from oklahoma you know? right i feel like i'm constantly fighting the oklahoma accent I, I feel like I do good whenever i know i'm being recorded but whenever i'm in a normal conversation with another oklahoman I just started yeah. sounding more and more like I was going down that way. <laughs> no. I, I've, I've definitely caught myself saying way more things than I like. I, I But I also kind of like it. I think I kind of am forcing myself to like keep it because I just don't something. I don't know. I, I, I there's Oklahoma pride in my heart. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Have you gotten called out on the accent by any Ohioans? Uh, yeah, a few, a few people, they, I do y'all it up. I mean, that's just normal. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes when I'm talking like, okay, so there's this like song I've been listening to and like, I'll, I'll be getting real into it. And uh, granted, this is like, this dude's from Kentucky, but he's like, he's like singing about, you know, like, um, I don't even know what, but I'll, I'll just be like, you know, you can take me down there. Oh yeah. You know, and I just start kind of getting a, in a vibe and then I'll, I'll like drop Oliver off at school be like, all right, son, I'll see you later. what you know and i just think i want to put it on more for people than i actually mean to but they've definitely they're like what did you say yeah you got to lean into the character yeah like well we're gonna go stay in miami where miami one of my favorite interactions with a new yorker i was working on this reality show thing and i i I, it was something in the the sense of like uh, asking him are y'all about to shoot and he said what i said are y'all about to shoot this He's like, are y'all about to what? shoot? Yeah. And he's from New York. And I paused. Are I y'all like, about to shoot? Are you guys about to shoot? <laughs> are you and he guys laughing? To- and, and he was like, God, ah, that's the spirit. <laughs> are y'all about to shoot? Yeah. Like, oh gosh. But, but okay. So they say wash here, but instead of like, we don't wash our clothes, but they wash things. And I'm like, wash, <laughs> wash, <laughs> wash, wash. Anyway. Wash. I, I a long time ago. I had a, a guy from New York ask me, and I, I, like truly, they like sincerely, and I know like genuinely about all everyone staying in in t- TPs and all that. But they were like, no, but like 
you know, how do you actually live? Like they were being genuine when they asked me, like they didn't understand that. Like we have, I don't, I was like, well, we have like ranch style homes, you know, like mm-hmm. ranch, ranch style homes. And, yeah. he, and he, just did, he, he had never could not understand that. I mean, I know that's not the silliest thing, but when you explain, we just have like brick homes and they're like, wait, and people, okay. So for example, people here are shocked that there's no basements. They're like, why don't you guys have basements down there? <laughs> I'm like, because the clay is so, yeah, it's like way too expensive to dig down into the clay. It'll flood. And plus, the tornadoes aren't the danger anyway, you idiot. Mm -hmm. We ain't got basements. We got Freddy Halls. Yeah, as long as you look outside early enough, you don't have to worry about the tornado getting you anyway. Get in the tub. Get in the tub. Pull a mattress over your head. Uh, My favorite thing is whenever somebody from not Oklahoma uh, hears the tornado siren for for the first time, it'll be clear blue skies. And they'll be like, oh, my God, what the f- oh, it's coming. It's like, coming. It's weird not to have them here. It's really weird not to have them here. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. yeah. I'm sad. I, I, I can't wait to scare the kids. I'm truly going to scare. I'm trying to scare the kids next time. Like, I think they'll probably still remember that, though. They're not old enough to have forgotten that yet. <laughs> yet. Childhood. Yet. Uh, Their magical lives back in the, the wizarding world of Oklahoma. Yeah. It's just stunning how it's like you just have to really kind of look at someone in the eye and be like, yeah, no, we have plumbing. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, I was like, what do you mean you've never heard of a ranch style home? Like, what? It's just a house that's one story that's mm-hmm. made of brick usually. Like, oh, yeah. oh like We're if not- you saw how much land, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the best part about Oklahoma, even here, is like if you saw how much land you can buy for a plot like just a plot of land here all of it yeah like yeah like you, you we're, like we're way too close aaron and i want to put up a bunch of trees <laughs> we want space yeah why is everyone looking into away. our yards like leave us alone your neighbor- i want my picket fences i'm not my picket i want huge it's like yo, yo wash today yeah wash your <laughs> but no yeah oklahoma we're not uh we're not living in we're not living in teepees and no, it's not a third world country, people. It's not. It's really not. It's a yeah. lot of exceptions about that. Well, today we are we are talking about the wonderful world of Oklahoma from the perspective of the Cherokee Film Office. And um, for the listeners that are not from Oklahoma, we actually have a lot of listeners that are not in Oklahoma. So this is a picture. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to paint you a beautiful picture of this state. But the Cherokee Nation is one of the tribal nations that kind of lives in the northeastern. Well, the the reservation area is kind of in the not the reservation area, but the whole territory kind of in the northeastern area. Quick little background of Oklahoma. We have a gazillion tribes here and every tribe has a different section of the state that is either reservation land or territory. And uh, the Cherokee Nation is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Because they and they have, have an awesome part of the state too. <laughs> they really do. There's a lot of like there's parts of Oklahoma that are kind of just like gross scrub oak, which is. I mean, listen, every state has that, right? Yeah, and every we can. Sweat. Not all of you listeners not from Oklahoma, you can't say that. We can yeah. say we only can, we, we can say that. <laughs> we can yeah. uh, only we can talk about our scrub oak. We have all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to our conversation with Jennifer Lauren from the Cherokee Film Office. Jennifer Lauren, welcome to the Okie Show Show. 
Hello, OCO. Thank you so much for having me. OCO. And for those that are unfamiliar with that, what does that mean? It means hello in Cherokee. Yay. You can it and say CO, which means hi in Cherokee. So. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I thought you were mispronouncing Okishosho and I was going <laughs> <laughs> to. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's much better. That's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> So we're we're talking about the Cherokee Film Office and uh, Jennifer Lauren. What what is your position within the film office here? I am the director of the Cherokee Nation Film Office and original content for the Cherokee Nation. So I am a filmmaker. I was hired to create content for the nation, for my nation, and that through creating that content and working in film, we grew the film office out of that. And so now I'm the director of that. That's so cool. So what all? Um, does the Cherokee Film Office do kind of in a nutshell? Yeah. So it's hard to put everything we do in a nutshell. Let me just just by saying that. Your website, it's like a long list of things. So we'll just, that's the whole podcast. Just list everything and then we'll be done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we we started two years ago, um, a little over two years ago, and had a five-year plan to sort of accomplish this, that, and the other. And it took us, you know, about a week to realize that um, we were going to move through that five-year plan a lot more quickly than five years. And so we've already gone through the five-year plan in two years. So um, essentially, um, we were created as a, to function as a film commission would, you know. So like the Oklahoma Film and Music Office is a film commission. Um, and, you know, they bring filmmakers to Oklahoma. They help filmmakers that live in Oklahoma. Um, they have, of course, the um, the film incentive, you know, which is the the carrot that they dangle to bring everybody here. And then people get here and they love it here. And so we are partners with them and also um, the Tulsa Film Office. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and essentially we function in that same way. We don't have an incentive, but we, we obviously um, play off of Oklahoma's incentive. So when they come, we want films to consider when they're thinking of um, filming their projects in Oklahoma because of that incentive or any other reason that you not only think of Oklahoma, but then you think of the Cherokee Nation within Oklahoma. Um, We of course have all a lot of diverse ecoscapes um, like the rest of the state. Um, It's beautiful here. We have friendly people, low cost of living, all of the things that Oklahoma sells, you know, for reasons to come to the state, we have those within the Cherokee Nation as well. But then of course we have the added element of our Cherokee Nation uh, being a sovereign nation and um, the cultural connection there. And so in addition to working as a film commission, we also have a mission to increase the presence of Native Americans in the film and television industry. And so the way that we do that is we have created essentially some databases or directories for, um, I'll just say Hollywood, but film creators to be able to say, well, there's no excuse anymore. We have Native American crew for you right here so you can diversify your crew, especially if you're working on a native themed project. Um, And then we also have our Native American talent directory so that we have, I think we have about 500 Native Americans um, in yes. our talent directory that um, also takes away sort of that excuse of having non-Native people play Native roles in films. Um, and I bet that's hugely 
like helpful to casting directors in Oklahoma when they're going, Hey, we need native roles or, you know, people for the, to fill these roles, you know, that's an easy access now list, which is wonderful. I feel like yes. we just want to serve it up there on a silver yeah. platter and say, here they are. We don't have any, you don't even have to, um, you don't have to request to see a list of people, you know, they just, they can, put their own information out there. We do certify through our office that they are citizens of a federally recognized tribe before we put them on our directory. But um, once they're approved, you know, any casting director can get on there and see them. Our challenge right now is getting the word out that this directory exists um, because we're telling people all the time, like, no, go to our website and look at our director. And they're going, wait, what, what directory? <laughs> and we're just go and look at it. So, yeah. That's so freaking cool and you guys your website is phenomenal you basically have everything that we're going to be talking about today you can go to cherokee cherokee.film and you can see everything it's such a well put together website i love what you guys have done. i've got it up right now and i'm on it Ooh, i'm liking yes. it sorry <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate that shout out so first let's talk about the locations where in oklahoma specifically are we talking about the Cherokee Nation is in the 14 northeastern counties of Oklahoma. So you're looking at the, on the eastern side of the state, and um, we border with Arkansas. And so you're looking at the foothills of the Ozark Mountains, um, which is one of the reasons that, um, you know, when, we, when Cherokee people were forced over here on the Trail of Tears, they settled in that area in the, of Indian Territory because it was the, um, most similar to our original homelands, which was in the Smoky Mountains um, in the southeastern United States. Yeah. And so, but then our land goes all the way over um, to kind of central northern Oklahoma. So you have the, you know, the, the grassy plains and rolling hills and all of those kinds of uh, things as well. So all the nice typical Oklahoma shots. Yes. Yeah. Then we also have a piece, uh, the northeastern corner of the city of Tulsa is within the Cherokee mm -hmm. Nation too. So Tulsa is in the Cherokee Nation. Excellent. Excellent. Absolutely beautiful landscape. We've had the uh, the Oklahoma Film and Music Office on to talk about all the different things that they do. And just like the, the varied ecosystems that we have in this state, and especially, that's like the best part of this state, is like that, it really is. that whole section with actual that trees that aren't like yeah. scrub oak <laughs> and stuff. And yeah. like the rolling plains, oh. Yeah. yeah, absolutely beautiful. We had um, actually Tava from the state film office came up here and we did a tour and um, she was so excited. We had we have pine tree forests, you know, that um, that people don't know exist in Oklahoma and we yeah. have them in the Cherokee Nation. Yeah. Yeah. And so on your website, you have a, a couple different options to look at under the realm of locations. Can we talk a little bit about all that kind of stuff that you've got? Sure. Um, so you can explore those eco regions if there's something specific you're looking for. Um, but I think the, I mean, it's kind of, if you just want to get down to brass tacks here, the locations gallery is where your um, locations folks are going to be looking. So you can go into our locations gallery and we have actually hired a professional photographer um, to go out and take photographs um, in all 14 of our counties to develop this locations database. And so I think, uh, yeah, I think we're at 1800 locations right now. Um, and we'll make our way through our final counties through the summer. Um, but you can find, you can go in there and search if you're, if you need a barn, if you need a, 
military base, if you need a hotel, I mean, you name it, the people, the, our photographer is actually a filmmaker also. So um, she knows, you know, kind of what people are looking for. And so you can find really crazy, really interesting locations on here. We have a, we're working with a film right now who um, was interested in a very, I can't, I can't say which film or what they were specifically looking for, but right. um, we were able to, you know, know what they were looking for and popped up um, about, 15 locations from the Cherokee Nation wow. that matched what they were looking for. And they were able to choose uh, three of those that we're looking into further for them. So yeah. it's really handy to have all of these just easily accessible like this. And then everything that we just, so you guys know, everything that goes into our locations database, we share with the state's film office. So when we put it into our locations directory, it auto populates onto the states as well. Wow. Oh, that's excellent. So nice of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing. No, <laughs> no but that's, that's easy that you can find it there too. And then that should yeah. bring you like, Hey, you're, you know, this is where you're going to be looking in this area. I'm yeah. even looking at like rodeo arenas and cemeteries. It's like, wow. Yeah. If only I had known about this when I was in uh, college. So one thing <laughs> I want to know too, oh, though, <laughs> about Cherokee oh. Nation locations is that, you know, something that we are really looking into a lot more right now. And sort of as I'm looking at our strategy moving forward into 2021 and 2022 is all of the locations that the Cherokee Nation owns. So we have some really cool um, places that we own that I'm really excited about opening up as um, film locations. For example, we just purchased um, Will Rogers Birthplace, which oh, is wow. amazing. Cool. Yes. And so, well, Will Rogers was, is Cherokee or was yeah. Cherokee. So um, we just purchased that from the state. And I don't, I mean, you can look it up online and I, and it's in our locations database and near Ulaga, but it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's this ranch overlooking the lake and there's an airstrip, a private airstrip right there. Oh, there's wow. Longhorn cattle. So I'm really interested in, so cool. in starting to market those, um, those locations that we own internally as yeah. film locations. Wow. Yeah. So if someone goes through your gallery and they say, okay, well, I want to, I want to shoot at this barn in the field. What do they do from there? You can reach out to our contact us at OC. I'm mean, sorry, contact us at the Cherokee nation film office. Um, and then I have a, um, database and location specialist who essentially can say, okay, if this is what you're wanting, if this is where you're wanting to shoot, then I can reach out to the owner of this, get their information and then do an information share. And then for the part of the owner of the property, we also want to make sure that we're taking care of them. So essentially what we do is we would have sort of um, a one-on-one -on -one kind of class on what you need to know as someone who owns a location that might be used for a film set and what you need to do to protect yourself as uh, the owner of that property. And so we have some handouts that we can give to them as well. That and then we is step really away. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard of that being done before. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's really great because, um, you know, every once in a while you just you film at a location and you know things happen like mm. things get dinged and all that stuff and it's just kind of like one of those if i ever knew somebody and they were like hey should i offer up my house as a location i would honestly be like probably not type thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's really cool that you guys take care of the owners in that way as well i think that's yeah awesome. 
And we, we, you know, we require that if they're going through our office, there has to be a contract in place for that location to be used. Mm -hmm. And then the owner will know what's needed in that contract. And certainly we it would expect some form of payment as well for using a location. We don't do permitting or anything like that because it's while we are a sovereign nation um, and it is now considered a reservation, we haven't done any permitting or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Got it, got it. So now let's move over to the directories, which is the the directories having a directory that is specific to a tribe like this is so unique i feel like and so freaking important also so how does one get on the directory for native crew native talent support services consulting locations all that Okay, so we agonized over this. How do, like, because a lot of film offices will set their, in order to be able to be in their crew, you have to have a certain number of credits, Mm -hmm. right, to get on there so that, you know, that when people come in and see you as a crew member, they know that they can take you seriously and you know what you're doing. So the issue that we have is that there are so few Native Americans in the film industry that, you know, we're really trying to recruit people to get into the film industry. Um, And so what we did was we decided that you do have to have at least one credit to get into our um, directories. And then we work our butts off to try to get you that credit if you don't have it. And so we have a list of people that didn't make it into our our directories yet because they don't have a credit, but a list of people who want to earn that credit. And so we're constantly offering that list up as like, hey, if you're coming to Oklahoma, not even in the Cherokee Nation, but if you're filming something here and you're willing to take on some apprentices and things like that, here's a list of people who want to get their foot in the door. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I think, I mean, we, Okie Show Show, if we're ever like needing to find people who want to learn while we are doing a sketch or something like that, that's a, that's yeah. a perfect place to go access, be like, Hey, y'all want to come learn from the sound guy here, you know? Yeah. That is that's amazing. So cool. Sorry. I just have to, I, I just, I'm just going to be praising you the whole time. <laughs> that's my <laughs> no, only it's job. It's really good to hear. It's good to hear the practical uses it's of amazing. That. That's something yeah. that, we sort of, we didn't, that just came through, you know, we have the directory out there and then we realized quickly that there were a lot of people who wouldn't have that credit. So we're just yeah. creating that. Yeah. But they want to, yeah. One, they need that to bridge that gap to get in and, and then they can be accessible on the list and hopefully get more people on the list. Cause that's like you said, if it's lacking, how, you know, what can you do if they don't have a credit? Well, Mm-hmm. show everyone the list yeah yes. yeah so we're doing that so we're doing that we're all we're getting them on that list but we're also anybody who gets on that list of wanting to get their foot in the door we're offering them scholarships to take film crew 101 classes scholarships uh, to writing classes at osu tulsa like i mean we're trying you've got like casting on your website as well like casting calls and workshops oh, yeah. events everything's listed so that's for them that's a huge yeah you know, wow go-to accessory yeah, so we're also um, really hitting those casting calls hard right now, <clears throat> trying to get people to realize that they can be part of this. Hey there, film folks. If you're trying to get your project made, I got to tell you about my friends over at ngpfilm.com. If you are in the state of Oklahoma and you need equipment to get your project made, you need to go to NGP. They've got camera equipment, grip and electric equipment, sound equipment, production gear, stuff for your locations, pretty much everything. And if they don't have it, 
They're going to help you find it. Their customer service and support is out of this world. Literally, if you're in the middle of your day and you need extra gear, they will come to where you are and drop the stuff off. Or they have a super convenient night pickup and drop off. So you can call them. They'll leave it in these really cool little bins with a code that they give you. And then you show up and you put the code in and then voila, you got the gear. And then when you're done with the gear, you come back, you leave it in the drop off, you put the lock back on, and then shazam, your day's over at three in the morning. NGPfilm.com is pretty much the best thing Oklahoma Film has to offer. If you have any rentals, anything that you need, check them out, NGPfilm.com. Say you've got a project that you're filming tomorrow. Uh, What's that? There's construction that started across the street next to the overpopulated dog kennel? If only there was a better, more controlled environment to shoot your movie at. A magical place where the location owner doesn't change their mind last minute and send you scrambling to find a new spot to shoot your high school themed alien invasion murder mystery. Where is this land of milk and honey and craft services? Green Pasture Studio in Oklahoma City is a 12 acre campus boasting over 8,000 square feet of Hollywood grade soundstage, plus standing sets including a high school, police station, hospital, bar, a full house, and a wooded back lot. The campus has everything a filmmaker might need to elevate their production, so why not build your dream at Oklahoma's premier soundstage? You can learn more at greenpasturesstudio.com. Green Pastures Studios, so much more convenient than your ex-girlfriend's dad's house. Now, whenever they're applying to get on the directory, are there, um, I'm sure there are those out there that, you know, are thinking to themselves, uh, well, I think I'm part of the Cherokee Nation, but I'm not really sure. Like, how do, how do they confirm that? Mm. Yeah, so um, as we have, this is like a daily question. People you know, are saying that, you know, I think I'm Cherokee. So essentially, um, we have, um, if you're a citizen of the Cherokee Nation, you will know it um, through your family. Um, if you if your family hasn't gone so far to get their citizenship, it's an actual process. You, you don't just say I'm Cherokee and you're Cherokee. <laughs> you, what? you have to go through the process of, <laughs> yeah. of, um, of becoming an actual citizen. I have a card yeah. that's my citizenship card. Um, you mean one of these? with my i just showed my address that's great <laughs> you can't really see it but if it's actually yourself on your own podcast it's an old address so uh-huh. i need to update this time. yes that's and there's a website fine. for that it's the gadoogie portal and you can update all your information on there but essentially yeah you would you would just um go through the different any and you don't have to be a citizen of the Cherokee Nation to get into our databases and directories. You can be a citizen of any tribe oh, that's, um, that's and get into our databases. And so obviously there are a lot of tribes in Oklahoma and then, you know, 500 and something tribes in the United States. Anyone um, from those tribes can be included in our directories. Yeah. Fantastic. Is there um, I- I'm going to ask a-, a question that I feel is a little ignorant, but I think it's it's also important to kind of bring up but is there a percentage of blood that you need to be at to be able to you know apply for that kind of thing for this cherokee nation no yeah um other nations they do have blood quantum rules um but the cherokee nation we our citizenship comes from if you have a descendant um an ancestor i'm sorry if you have an ancestor on the dawes role which essentially was um a document that 
sort of um, documented all of the Cherokee people in Indian territory as it was becoming the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and so they documented the all the- the trail of tears, they, they put their name on a list, right? No, it was actually quite a bit after. So the Trail oh. of Tears was 1838 and the Dawes Commission started um, just before 1900. So, and it went through like 1907. So, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. But every tribe is different. Every tribe has their own way of um, deciphering citizenship. Yeah. yeah. That's so. I do want to eventually make something and call it blood quantum. That's such a cool. <laughs> <laughs> There are already projects out there. I believe there's a vampire, ah, there's a vampire film called Blood Quantum. Yes. Okay. That almost sounds like a metal band. Yeah. We are Blood Quantum. quantum. Yeah. Metal. So, so with okay. some of, oh yeah, oh, go, go ahead, Barbara. No, I no, was no, just no. gonna say, with some of your other services um, that I see on your website that you offer um, more than just offering up people who do this in the industry, like when, when it comes to consulting or I see like con consulting and concierge, like what, what are you, how does the office utilize yeah. those? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we have, um, in the last two years, uh, we have helped more than 90 films or film projects, film or TV projects in those two years in, in one way years. or another. Yes. And one of those years was a pandemic. Are we counting this pandemic year? So yeah, I know, right? That out there, yeah. Everyone who was lazy this year, mm. <laughs> yeah. So, so essentially, um, our when it comes to our uh, cultural consulting, that's something that um, that has been really something we figured out as we've been going on going along how that kind of how that piece works. We knew we wanted to do it. We just had to figure out how, and so we've got it pretty fine tuned. Um, essentially we've had films that come to us and they have said, you know, Hey, we've got this film and it has a Cherokee theme or a Cherokee person in it. Um, and we just want to make sure that we're being authentic. And so can you take a look at it? Can you read the script and do this and that? And, and so we, yes, we do offer that. However, um, it's not a free service um, because as with everything, people deserve to be paid for their work in mm -hmm. film. And so what we do is we connect them with a consultant who is an expert in that field. And that's just internal community knowledge from being a Cherokee person that I know who knows about this particular thing. And so we connect them with that person. We say, would you be interested in reading this? So for example, I have, um, we're working with a really big project right now that takes place in our old Cherokee nation in the late 1800s and has Cherokee characters in it. And to get that call is really, it's kind of like, oh great. It's kind of scary for us because people get Cherokee culture so wrong 99% of the time. And yeah. so usually it's like, yeah, this is not right. We're going to have to totally redo this. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But on this case, it was actually very, it was, 
pretty accurate. And so what we did was say, yes, we would love to consult on this. You've got it mostly right. Let me connect you with this expert. So they had a call. They decided they liked each other, that they were the perfect fit. And so then we said, all right, you guys have to have a contract with this consultant. So we get make sure that we oversee that contract process and then we let them go. And then they consult with that person. Um, wow, and it can be more excellent. than one person, but we also have people that come to us and say, I have this film. It's about Indians. Can you make it Cherokee? And we're like, no, we will not. Do <laughs> yeah. We make it Cherokee first. Right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. So you have some... to do a little of the legwork. <laughs> I, I'm curious just for the sake of, uh, you know, just for my own sake, what are some of the, the common misconceptions? Cause I work with crew that come in from LA and New York all the time. And it's shocking to me how often I get the oh. question of like, I thought there would be like teepees and crap around here. That was to say, can I just, this isn't even, doesn't even deal with anything native necessarily. Just me being from Oklahoma. I met a person from New York who asked me if there were wild cows in Oklahoma, wild cows, <laughs> wild cows. Wild I was like, cow. I don't even really know what, wild cow. what is yeah. that? And he was like, you know, like cows, not in a zoo. And I was like, like on a farm. And he was like, yeah. I was like, that's what you think of me. Cool. But I'm sure it's like a thousand times. Like there, there are many stories. Of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, but there's one. Cows, like yeah, I guess we're the a... wild cows. Okay, that crazy. that is the, Kelly. There was um, we had a, a couple of producers in from Los Angeles right when we started our film office, mm-hmm. and they wanted to go tour some parts of the Cherokee Nation, and we were on you know just a rural highway, and we passed a field of cows, and I mean one of the producers started screaming. She was like, ah, cows! so so yes, this happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Misconceptions of Cherokees, teepees. Yeah, uh, we, we never lived in teepees. We do not currently live in teepees. Um, and um, headdresses, you know, or war bonnets, those are not Cherokee. Those, um, that is not something that all Indians, not all tribes took part in. There are certain tribes that had those and Cherokees are not one of them. Um, we've had we've had some really interesting just random factoids thrown out that people have heard are Cherokee and they wrote into their script and you know we have to dig into it because just being Cherokee you don't know every detail about what's happened in Cherokee history and culture and mm-hmm. while we do know a lot we have people that um are experts in those areas and so we'll go find out for them but but yeah, those are the two big ones war bonnet <laughs> and uh teepees <laughs> and wild cows Watch out. I just want to start telling everyone the the tornado sirens that go off. That's just the wild cow release. (laughs) (laughs) So you run. Watch out. Yeah. One time Saturday at noon, you run when the wild cows get out. Well, and I'll tell you for for the listeners that are curious about Cherokee culture that we there is in Tahlequah. There is what am I thinking of? It's the cultural center. Uh huh. Uh, Yeah, the Cherokee Heritage Center. So cool. It is so well done. So awesome. And if you want a crash course in the history of the Cherokee Nation, Take that's the place there. to go. Take your kids there. It's so cool. And it's immersive. It's living history. It's wonderful. I would highly recommend it. I'll tell you that there's a section of the of the museum um, where it kind of walks you through the history of the Trail of Tears. Because the Cherokee Nation originally came from South Carolina. Am I, am I remembering that right? Southeastern United States. So you've yeah. got several states in there, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so the, it just walks you through the entire history. 
of the Trail of Tears and just like that that entire event. And it's just like, I'm not going to lie. I got a little weepy whenever I went through that just because, you know, I have I unfortunately would not was not raised in the culture the way that I wish I had been. In case y'all missed it, I I am a member of the Cherokee Nation. <laughs> but I think a lot of people, a lot of members of the Cherokee Nation, we we unfortunately aren't raised in that culture and that history like like we should. And uh, it's it's a really rich and beautiful history. It's just really it is. It really is. And you know, just for um, everyone out there listening, just because you know you didn't grow up in the Cherokee Nation, in the community and immersed in your culture, doesn't mean that you're not Cherokee. You know, you are, um, you are here because your ancestors survived and that's really important. And so just cause you don't look Cherokee, like people wanna say, and you didn't, you don't live in Tahlequah and that sort of thing doesn't make you any less Cherokee, so. Yeah. Uh, that's, that is a beautiful message. Thank you for saying mm-hmm. that, that's great. So um, let's talk about what everything the, the film office has, has gotten done so far, because y'all have only been in an existence for two years, which y'all are, y'all are babies. <laughs> and you've done so much. <laughs> You're <laughs> super fat mega babies. As yeah. that's, that's a compliment. I, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> in the child terminology, it's a yes. win. So, so brag on yourself a little bit. What are, what are all the accomplishments that have happened so far? Um, well, our if you go to our website and just look at what we have built there, I mean, that is our biggest accomplishment and everything that lives on there. So those 1,800 locations and the scholarships um, that we have been able to provide, we sponsor a lot of film festivals so that there's always um, the opportunity for uh, Native Americans and, and anyone in Oklahoma, you know, like we're a big sponsor of Dead Center, which is the state's largest film festival. By the way, this year, um, they have the first ever Indigenous Film Award, which we sponsored and are doing the $1,000 cash prize for. So, I did not know oh, that. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that breaking so news cool. on a show show. Yes. <laughs> and so we're also, you know, we also... Um, we announced our film office for the first time at Sundance. And, and so we're, they, you know, they have the native labs at Sundance. And so it's the perfect place. We're always trying to kind of keep in lockstep with Sundance. And so um, the, we announced ourselves there <clears throat> the first year. Then the next year we were able to help create the first ever indigenous filmmakers lounge at Sundance. And then last, this last year, obviously Sundance didn't happen in Sundance. Well, I guess it kind of did, but most people didn't go. They had their satellite screens, one of which was here in Tulsa at Circle Cinema. So we were the presenting sponsor of that and were able to bring that content to Tulsa um, and bring Sundance to Tulsa, which was amazing. Um, And so those are some of our accomplishments and sponsorships. We also sponsor, um, a lot of writing classes, so screen white, screenwriting workshops, fellowships, those sorts of things. Um, here locally at OSU Tulsa, we have a partnership with them. And then also um, we are partners with a group in Los Angeles um, called the LA Skins Fest or Barsid Foundation. And so they do a lot of um, training for film professionals who are actually in the industry or trying to get into the industry out in Los Angeles um, that are all native. And so we have done a lot of work with them and we were super excited last week to learn that we've sponsored their native writers labs 
And one of the Cherokee Nation citizens who's gone through those labs that we sponsored just signed a deal with ABC to write a series based on a Native woman for ABC called Dark Horse. And so that's a huge success story for us. That's cool. That is huge. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, I think the scholarships is, um, I'm really proud of that because we're, we're able to, you know, sort of pluck people out of uh, rural Oklahoma even and say, you know, yes, if you have a story to tell, you can tell it and you can learn how to craft it to be on TV or on a film and, um, then providing them the resources to do that. And actually the pandemic was added a little bit of, um, a silver lining in that a lot of courses went online. And so we were able to connect people that maybe wouldn't have been able to go to these classes in person, were able to take them because they could do them online and the fellowships as well. So. For, awesome. for anybody that's interested in um, looking at those scholarships and, and potentially applying, where can they go? Cherokee.film. And then, you know what? We, we have um, a really robust social media also. So I would highly recommend following us on Facebook and um, also Instagram, wherever you like to do your social media. If you don't like social media, totally get that. You can go <laughs> on our website, also Cherokee.film. And then I think, yeah, if you go to news and events, then you can, you'll see a little drop down that says scholarships. So yeah, I love it. I, I just again, I got to compliment you guys on your website because it's just so well organized and just so easy to follow. There's a lot of websites that are a little I, I think it's easy to get kind of in the weeds and, and for young filmmakers to get confused and overwhelmed. And and I just I compliment you guys on on being so uh, well catering to to the young and upcoming filmmakers. That's well, I appreciate that. Yeah, we've worked hard on it. And I have to, you know, give lots of props to the Oklahoma Film and Music Office because we've really, they've taught us so much in the last two years and and we've learned a lot from them as well. You know, even in developing our website, kind of what works, what doesn't, all that stuff. Yeah, that's so cool. Jen, what what's the game plan moving forward with the Cherokee Film Office? I am trying to get... Um, our own film incentive in place. So it's been, um, since I took the um, director position of the film office, um, we've had plans in place um, to create a film incentive, a Cherokee Nation film incentive. When I took that position, I kind of put the brakes on plans and said, let's look and watch and, and immerse ourselves and see what we think after a couple of years would work best because creating a film incentive is, as you can imagine, no small task. And um, there's all kinds of work that has to go into it, figuring out what's gonna work best, what helps us accomplish our mission, what's going to work well for um, existing filmmakers in the state of Oklahoma, local filmmakers, which is very important to us, what's important for Native American filmmakers, and then also bringing Hollywood here to have that economic development impact here. So I've taken the last two years to really study um, all of this landscape. And I think I'm at a pretty good place right now where I'm gonna work on developing our own incentive to push out there. So we can bring people to the Cherokee Nation to get that incentive. That's a big plan. Never going to leave because they're going to go up, you know, to Tahlequah area, or you know, we're we're going to go stay at a cabin up uh, as we drive back into Oklahoma. 
people. I mean, that's leave. our plan. We, don't, we want them to come and they never leave. You don't but, need you know, to leave. Yeah. But you As can I'm also stay in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you can also come. You know, you the don't forget that the Cherokee Nation is in Tulsa too. So you know, you yes. can, you can be in Tulsa. But what I want to do is over the next two years, really strategically make the entire 14 counties inside the Cherokee Nation a back lot, you know, just really start thinking of it like that. Like, here's your base camp, could be the Hard Rock, which we never got to talk about. We offer filmmaker Ooh. discount packages, by the way, um, hotel rooms for $89 a night, which are usually more than $200 a night Whoa. if you work through our film office. Thanks. So you have your base camp there, then you have the whole Cherokee Nation as your back lot. So, wow. Oh my gosh. Are there any plans for uh, building a soundstage or anything out there? We have that in our plans as well. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have mega soundstage. Oklahoma's going to be amazing. I love it. So love it. Cool. <laughs> you know, and like, man, I've been wanting to, uh, Nick, I think we're going to have to work on a, another script to, you know, utilize all these amazing resources. Mm -hmm. yeah, all right. <laughs> so, one final question for you. Uh, do you have any any fun anecdotes from your time, you know, working with the film office so far? If you have names to drop, now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, we're, we're behind the Patreon wall, so this is exclusive stuff here. So this true. is, yeah. <laughs> so I get, oh gosh, I have a couple that come to mind. Um, we had um, a couple that wanted to come introduce them, just stop by our office and introduce themselves because they had a script that um, they wanted us to hear that could be Cherokee. And so we, we said, okay, sure, stop by. And, you know, went into a conference room, shut the door and they read the entire script. It was like a table reading between oh, no. the two of them going back and forth. And we had no idea. Um, and it was it was awesome. We loved it. It was wonderful. But that was right after we had launched our film office. And it was so far from what we had ever expected for our meeting. And we were like, is this how all of our meetings are going to be? Because this is amazing. That's but unfortunately, awesome. no, it was only that one. Yeah. Uh, but was it literally like, all right, I have a 90 page script here. Have a seat. Yeah. Stay in. <laughs> yes. It was literally that because we wow. we put aside like 30 minutes and we were in there for going on two hours before yeah. we finally, they didn't get all the way through the script. We were like, sorry, we, we have, have to go. go. Oh no. <laughs> this is amazing, but. Yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's why we need elevator pitches. <laughs> yeah. Your log line. Yes. Or, we just need, or we just need longer elevators that take about two yeah. hours. So you can just be like, okay. There you go. Page one. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Uh, I uh, forgive me if I'm prying, but Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, what what are your thoughts? <laughs> we ought to be on the I have all the thoughts right now. I have all of these thoughts. What? Uh, um... My dad has been hounding me since finding out about uh, Killers of the Flower Moon coming. He's like, if you don't get on that set, I'm gonna be so mad <laughs> because it's a movie about natives. <laughs> Right. Yes. Um, so we are working with them um, mm -hmm. to try and help them with their um, casting and um, 
I tried to get them to look in the Cherokee Nation for locations, but sounds like the Osage Nation has everything they need. Ah. Um, but, you know, it's an Osage story and it belongs that with is. these people. And so we're here in a supportive role. Um, right. Anything we can do to help. Um, I do know that they're um, they're really looking for um, those background actors who could fit in as someone who was Osage in the 1920s because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously not everyone looks like that anymore. Um, and so we're trying to help them find those people. And then it's, it's interesting because also those people have to live near Pawhuska because there aren't really accommodations that they're offering for background actors, you know? And so it just, it narrows their, their search quite, quite a bit. And so we're trying to help them with that. So we're trying to get people out there who maybe have love the RV life to consider, you know, you could have a role on this huge, amazing film. If you jump in your RV and be ready to be on set. I mean, it is a massive, what is it like? uh, Is it 10 million or 50 million? I don't even know. Their budget. Yeah. 150. Oh my God. That's insane. They're going to be here from mid April until late August. Yeah. So it's it's I mean, they're going to employ a lot of people. Um, So I know that they're they're crewing up and they're um, they're getting their casting going right now. So I would say, you know, get on those Fryhofer casting calls. And um, and if you're on our crew database, they have our crew database. So that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Jennifer Lauren, thank you so much for giving us some of your time uh, and just talking about everything you guys are doing. I'm so excited and also just so proud of everybody at the Cherokee Film Office for what y'all are doing. It's just really important and really cool. Thank you. I have a great team. I have a really great team. So I I can't sit here and take all the credit for everything that they have worked so hard over the last year, over the last two years. And everyone's so invested. And it's, it's really one of those things where you know, we do feel invested in this because, you know, we are Cherokee and we know that what we're doing is for the betterment of our people and for natives in general. And we have to see that 0.1 percentage. um, That's how often Native Americans are represented in in media is at 0.1%. And so we really have to see that um, climb and we want to help do that. And so it's, it's a great job and we love it. So yeah. thanks so much for having me on and, and giving us some attention and I Absolutely. hope everybody gets on our website and gets what they need. Yeah. Well, yeah. We are very big fans. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, what do? <laughs> well, thank you so much and you have a wonderful day. Okay. You too. Ah, great interview. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jennifer, Lauren. I uh, see you're going to make me say Lauren dead gun you, Nick. I, I, I'm sorry. As soon as we you were planted off, I that in my brain oh, earlier yeah. and now it's never going to leave. Jennifer, I don't Moore. know why I did not make that connection at all. <laughs> it, yeah. It, I, I, I held, I bet my tongue. I just, <laughs> I did. It just popped into my head. I, I apologize. Jennifer Lauren. No, you, I, I said it. That's what I'm saying. You put it in my head. So, well, I apologize, I apologize. For it into the ether. <laughs> Because uh, that was a really fascinating and awesome conversation. And I just, um, it's really great to hear the work they're doing because it's just, it really is like putting everything in place for people so that there really is like no excuse of like, I didn't know where to go to find that thing. It's like, really? You couldn't, you couldn't yeah. Google? You couldn't- yeah. Or like you couldn't give a phone call. It sounds like this. I mean, like literally she was so, could easily answer any question, any question that you have. <laughs> 
Well, and also from the perspective of like, you know, this is Oklahoma with every, you know, native tribe possible. That's an exaggeration, but mm-hmm. like, you know, there really There's is no a lot excuse of people. Yeah. to not be inclusive in the world of, of native tribes mm-hmm. in your film projects, whether it's crew or cast. So like, come on, people, get it together. True. But, I mean, truly re- full of information. And like, the, like you said, the website's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time on it. I want to like go out and just see these locations. <laughs> I know, right? It's, I've, uh, been, it's, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been kind of perusing the state in different areas. Lainey and I like to go hiking a lot. In, yeah, uh, I just want to like go find a location on here that I think is super cool and be like, okay, I'm gonna go out and like see this. Like, I want to go visit it. Anyway. Right? Mm-hmm. Freaking gorgeous. Except Brian has a gun with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Don't essentially that gun, what Brian. hunting is for me, is hiking with guns. <laughs> Just yeah. a little extra weight for those steps. Yeah. <laughs> but I, love I don't that- like trails. I just like crashing through the woods. Yeah, I love that their uh, photographer that they had go out was also a filmmaker because um, they're, a lot of times with um, filmmakers and everything, they just have that, like whatever is like weird and different is what you want to film at. You don't want to go to like, usually you don't want to go to just like oh it's a nice house or whatever like you want to find those run down um abandoned warehouses and buildings and like that's where all the cool music videos are shot you know what i yeah. mean yeah drone that- shots of just the area yeah, yeah, just, yeah. With the everywhere around yeah it's it takes us takes a special eye and looks like they got a good one yeah I also love hearing the the many misconceptions of Oklahoma from the perspective of of the Cherokee Film Office because, you know, I've worked with so many people from out of town, from other states that come in here and they have their assumptions and they have their the, the stereotypes and stuff that are just not true. Some of them actually are true, but most of them are not. <laughs> and it's always fun to hear those. And I feel like today we should play an actual game. Let's do it. Now, since we are on Zoom, uh, normally we play we would play a game called Shoulda Said, which is essentially where I say one thing and then the bell rings, and then I say another thing, and then the bell rings, and then I say another thing, and then the scene continues. We're gonna play a kind of a Zoom style game called Your Cam Froze. This is Zoom Shoulda Said. Relevant. It's relevant. <laughs> so basically, uh we're going to play out a scene and at some point one of us will say, what's that? Your cam froze. And then the other people have to replace the last thing that they said with something else. So we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go right into it. Yeah. Is it a two way two people conversation and one person's on the outside yeah. or are we all talking? Let's just do two, two people third enter if we need it. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Um, and I think let's get a location um a film office a film office okay <laughs> all right uh and uh what's a relationship uh kelly that's you uh assistant um and uh executive assistant and executive okay and just i think to spice things up i think uh the assistant should be brand spanking new to Oklahoma. Mm. Okay. Okay. So who wants to be the, the walk-on? 
sure. I'll take that. You want to be the walk-on? Okay, so you're going to be the one that says, I'm sorry, what? Your cam froze. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to try this. This is the first time doing this, so it, it, you yeah. know, it can be awkward and weird, but you know what? Okay. Okay. So, Don't think twice. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh boy. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um. Oh. Oh. Uh, sir. Sir. Hi. Yes. Hi. hi. I did it. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, I'm not supposed to do that. Is it elbows now? Well, I mean, we are over Zoom, but I guess we could still we could still do oh. that. Sure, I'm sorry. Super I, you know, safe. Just to be extra, yeah. So, hi, Janet. Um, I'm I'm the new assistant. <laughs> hi. Well, I'm I'm glad that you could uh you know help us out with all this. We have a lot of uh we got a lot of projects on the docket here, and uh, I'm excited. Where now? Where are you um moving in from? Oh, uh, oh yeah. I'm coming up, you know, from up north. Uh, yeah, yeah, Minnesota like, area. Rose. What'd you say? Oh, I'm I'm coming up from Canada. Yeah. Okay. All right. Canada, so, do you know where Canada is located? Uh, I think I don't know if you know your geography because you're kind of like in the blob in like the middle, you know? Right. I mean, it's way up north, right? Yeah. Brian, your thing messed up. What'd you say? Uh, it's way down south, right? Brian, your thing messed up. What'd you say? Uh, it's on the moon, correct? Oh, you're funny. Oh, gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's so far north, it's like on the moon. Canadians, you guys, you know, you're, it's like you're from the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm super excited to come down to like this, like, fryer pan of a state or whatever you call it, you know? Oh, what did you say? Your thing froze. Oh, your boiling pot of a state, you know, oh, like a say, giant. Your thing froze. Like a, a cast iron grill. Is that yeah, a you know. That's not what they call it, is it? What do they call the shape of your state? It's like a cast iron pan. Yeah, it's, a, you know, it's a pan, you know. That's we... like a Southern thing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Most definitely. Uh, you know, kind of. It's, uh, it's. Why you think first? What'd you say? How dare you? Oh, oh, no. I. I am so, so sorry. Listen, so sorry. if there's one thing about Oklahomans, it's that we are super sensitive about the shape of our state. Brian, you broke up. What did you say? If there's one thing about Oklahomans, it's that we are very proud of the panhandle of our state. Brian, sorry, I still can't hear you. What did you say? If there's one thing about Oklahomans, it's that we don't understand cooking ware. Oh, right, because you do everything over a fire, like cowboy style, right? Wait, Kelly, what'd you say? Oh, right, because you like to, like, is it called shish kebabing, where you put everything on sticks and smoke it over a big open fire? Like a s'more? Wait, what was that? What'd you say? Oh, like, you know, like, um, like a squirrel on a stick? I've seen those. I saw a video of someone eating a squirrel on a stick down there. <laughs> Listen. Squirrel is delicious uh, in a very squirrely way, but no, we do oh. not cook our food over fires. We cook them at a restaurant as God intended. 
Oh, oh, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, just like you wouldn't say everyone up in Canada cuts open the water and goes ice fishing, but what we do, have? we what do do that. Oh, you wouldn't say everyone goes out and, you know, gathers up moose and like ride moose out in packs or anything like that. No, I'm sorry. One more time. What'd you say, Kelly? You know that you wouldn't assume everyone else has a pet Canadian moose up there, right? We don't, we hate them, but y'all, you know, you guys see, there you go. I tried to say y'all as in like Oklahoma style that it didn't sound right though, but use guys or everyone there. I don't know, even know how to say you people. I'm feeling inappropriate at this point. I don't even know. Well, the good, the good thing is that we have a lot on our plate today and uh, we need to um, actually kind of help with this production uh, that is native themed and right. that we need to help them find a location. So now yeah. they're looking for uh, a nice uh, ranch home. Sorry, what? Oh, sorry. Uh, they're they're looking for a nice barnyard. No, that's not it. What'd you say? Sorry. Uh, they're looking for uh, an open field full of buffalo. One more time. One more time. What'd you say? Uh, they're looking for a meteor crash site. Oh. And luckily, Oklahoma has at least two meteor crash oh. sites oh do you want me to uh, let me get on the website right now and i'll look it up because you know it's right here actually i see that you can just google it and it says in the cherokee area right right there the crater cash crash site that's amazing. well no wait a second we have our website you can just check it out on our website at the locations area right that's what i did when you asked I, that's what i thought you wanted me to do no don't use google use our website oh sorry so sorry yeah, what'd you say oh oh whoops <laughs> oopsie doodles <laughs> what was that what'd you say oh yeah you know i quit this job's just not for me <laughs> i'm already too stressed <laughs> i love it hey zoom it works for improv <laughs> it works for everything <laughs> oh man well, if you liked what you heard and you would like to be a part of it yourself, be sure to check out patreon.com slash show. And in the meantime, you can also look at all of our short films, all of the video portions of these conversations on our YouTube at youtube.com slash show, And just hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. And now we're on TikTok. Freaking yeah. Whoa. Hang out with us. The only thing that we don't do is Twitter because that is where people and their uh, positive emotions go to die. Twitter sucks. Can Twitter's I say that right now? Worst. I think we actually are on Twitter. <laughs> just never we are, check it. but yeah. Yeah. And we'll I'm figure bored. out what, TikTok, what TikTok's actually about one of these days. I don't yeah. understand TikTok yet. Apologies to every one of our listeners who think that we get TikTok yet. I'm too old, apparently. Well, yeah, we do I'm not. Dying. We do not. Us to know TikTok. And guess what? <clears throat> no. Yeah. No. We'll see. We're, we're gonna fill it up with something. Maybe just <laughs> dance videos. I don't know. <laughs> it's just gonna be no. It's just gonna be us saying saying miscellaneous things about um Oklahoma. Like like we'll just do. We should just literally. I watched an entire series of a guy pronouncing weird Ohio towns. We should just do that on our Twitter or oh, on dude. our TikTok. We should yeah. just let's freaking do it. Go through a series of how to pronounce Oklahoma towns or like assumptions about Oklahoma. I <laughs> like it. We should totally do that. Oklahoma City. This has now yeah. become a brainstorming session. <laughs> you guys are seeing behind the scenes. 
<laughs> per sale. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's it. That's all we got for you. So we'll see y'all in the next. We'll see y'all in the next two weeks. Use guys. Okay. All right. Bye. The Okie Show Show is a mostly harmless media podcast recorded at Tower Studios in Oklahoma City. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If you're a business or industry professional that would like to advertise on the podcast, email info at okieshowshow.com. Rates starting as low as $25.